What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the wrestling podcast known as the Daddy Fino Show. I am, of course, your boy, Daddy Fino, Bay Bay. And of course, I'm here with my co-host, the one and only Sasha, the legit king. Sasha, say what's up. What's up, people? I feel like I need like a snappier intro. You have your Bay Bay. I need to start lifting something from somebody else. But what's up, people? I gave you the perfect name. The, the mistress of legitness you gotta throw that in there you gotta you gotta come up with a, a tagline i mean i stole I mean, mine I, I know i stole mine but it's in honor of of the one and only adam cole you know what i mean like you gotta maybe either steal something or create your own i, I figure i'll let you be the sizzle of the team how about that like you I, <laughs> the sizzle and i'll just be like yeah <laughs> I, I got you it, it, it's cool it's cool. I, I've just, I'm just, I've been a huge Adam Cole fan since I want to say uh, I first watched Adam. I, I don't know how far into his run in New Japan. I just randomly saw a match with him and I just loved everything about it. Shout out to Adam Cole. I'm sure we'll talk about him later on in the show. But this is episode 13, Sasha. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. And it, what a great weekend for it to be on. Don't you think? I mean, we got all out tomorrow. That's good. This is a bunch of bunch of crazy events. I mean, just last night was night one of Wrestle. Um, what, what was it? Wrestle King? No, Wrestle Fest. Wrestle Grand Slam. I'm sorry, dang. Um, There's a lot of wrestle stuff. Yeah, there was a lot there. of there. There was a Wrestle Grand Slam in the MetLife Dome in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Night mm-hmm. one was yesterday. Night two is tonight. It's around in Eastern time. It's, it starts around 3 a.m. So I may or may not stay up for it. We'll see. They got four titles. Pretty good. Um, I'm definitely thinking about staying up. I just finished watching right before we started recording this. So it was pretty good. Kata. I don't you You're not a, a New Japan watcher, right? You only watch maybe here and there. Yeah. Okay. Just here and there. It was there was nothing that must that you must say it was just a good breath. Anyway, let's just get on with the show. Before we begin though, um unfortunately there has other loss in the rest. This one is scary really just for those that I believe it was yesterday. But um the it was Thursday. The world, it was Thursday, okay. Mm-hmm. So we lost Shannon Sproul, aka Daphne, uh Daph WCW wrestler and she also wore another case. Suicide. Back Ryan, saying a lot of really sad things. Do you have anything to say about it? I'm not too far. I'm familiar with the name, but when I saw her, the face was... Um, so, I didn't really watch a lot of WCW coming up, but I did know... Because, um, you know, when you're just starting out watching wrestling, like, I don't know if it's just me or other people, but you like you start to you read everything you can find on wrestling and you know the magazines and everything were out so you kind of just couldn't help but um even just learn about wcw even though i didn't watch it i had heard of daphne actually and i did recognize her and it was just came out of nowhere like i remember i logged into facebook and um john kenton had posted it and i just kind of looked at my phone for a little bit and i was like really wow like i couldn't it was like I I knew of Daphne and anytime anybody had mentioned her, it was always good things and um and just the way that it happened, like you said, was very scary. And to think like apparently for those who know who don't know, she was on Instagram live 
and she was saying things about you know do people understand that she's alone um there may or may not have been a, a, a gun involved and you know she was saying that she wants her brain to go to boston which means that she wants her brain to be studied for cte and um people were just really disturbed and even on a twitter um people were trying to get i don't know people close to her to contact the police and i think even mick foley said he had tried to call her and it went straight to voicemail so they were actively looking for her and they didn't find her until it was too late and It's, it was it really sad. Yeah, I, I read the back. Yeah, um, um, it's really definitely when you mentioned the, the three letters. Yeah, for all sports, yeah. Rules, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, Absolutely. And on the before we kind of move on because I don't want to you know stay on this topic for too long, but um, I, just talking about CTE real quick, it's very strange how like we didn't know what we know now, and then like even. going back and maybe watching some wrestling from you know we were coming up just watching those chair shots just makes me like super uncomfortable now like mm-hmm. just to think like we would just watch it and just like okay it's a chair shot you know it was for entertainment purposes and i guess and now it's like man you just can't help but like wonder like are they okay like just just how it's affecting them because you know personally You know, I have friends of mine that have played ball. My husband played ball and you know, they've said things like, you know, when they die, they want their brain to be studied. So it's just like it's real shit and you know, just to see it manifest in that way is just really you just got to it just makes you think like as much as we love wrestling and we're doing a wrestling podcast and you know, these people are larger than life. It's like those lights go off and everything comes off and it's like they're just like us and you know i just wish that daphne would have gotten you know the help and you know so she wouldn't have felt like she's so alone because if you look on the tributes it's like this woman was really loved by a lot of people so right yep yeah with that so how sasha last episode was our summer slam and our takeover in fact it was also our prediction show And it was going into that show. We are we we were in this little competition that we me and you are having. Uh, it started at WrestleMania earlier this year, and it is continuing now with SummerSlam and Takeover, where we did our predictions. And the winner of this predictions contest or competition will win the the first ever Daddy Fino show. Great facts prediction champ and. Uh, I have to say that even though you are still in the lead, your boy has caught up. I have I've turned that little lead that you had now I'm right there on your ass. So before we begin with the review of SummerSlam and Takeover 36, Sasha, do you have Actually, you know what? Let's just jump into it. What is your thoughts of SummerSlam and Takeover? Um Takeover was everything I thought it was going to be. Uh I know coming into it and coming out of it obviously the the Walter match was the big thing and even though I was crushed that I did not predict that correctly the match itself more than made up for it so 
Uh, you know, it is what it is. When some you lose some. Um, Joe beating Karrion Cross did not surprise me. Um, yeah, it was pretty much everything I thought it would be. I just kind of, I, I still wish that, um, what is it, Hit Row and yes. uh, Phantasma would have been on there. That would have been a really hot opener um, compared to Grimes and Knight. But other than that, I mean, it was pretty much everything I expected NXT to do. They brought it and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as SummerSlam, I mean, that too, a lot of the matches were pretty predictable. You know, we kind of figure out what's going to happen, like Damian Priest and winning the U.S. title and things like that. Um, obviously, Edge and Seth Rollins was a huge, huge match. And I was so digging the Brood entrance. Like, that was, that was so That amazing. was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that. Um, it was really good. Uh, I do regret that. So when we made our predictions about the Raw, the Raw Women's title, I know I picked Nikki. But in my head, I was like, I should go with Charlotte. Because I feel like none of those... <laughs> the other two didn't make sense. And I just... I should have went with my my gut because I'm like this whole match doesn't make sense. Like, well, and I'm like when that happens, uh, Charlotte wins, and it did. And I was like, damn it, I should have gotten that. But other than that, it was fine. And then obviously Brock coming back, him and his ponytail, which I didn't see that coming. But <laughs> um, and then Becky Lynch, which I'm trying to figure out where the hell Sasha Banks is. Like. That was my biggest question. Right. After that, I'm like, where's where's Sasha? Like, they're really keeping that close to the chest. But I think I even texted you when that mm-hmm. stuff went down with Becky and Bianca. But I guess in that moment of like, what the hell's going on? It was just like, okay, let's just kind of sit back and wait. But other than that, it was it was SummerSlam. It was big. It was long. It was loud. It was SummerSlam. So I it was fine. <laughs> So my thoughts on it, I, I do agree with you on TakeOver. TakeOver was everything. I, I do have a quick question, though. Did you think that Dragon Off Walter was better than the first um, one? I couldn't decide. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think I was a little afraid going into it that because it was hyped up so much that people would be disappointed. But I'm glad that it was good. Um, I think they just have really amazing chemistry, so I don't, I can't really decide which one was better. I think it was, I think it did tell a good story, though, because, like I said, Walter had been champion for so long, and it wasn't like this was their first meeting. Yeah, it wasn't like it was their first meeting, and he got upset, like, this guy had been here before with Walter. No, so it told a good story, so I can't really decide which one was better, to be honest with you. I'm thinking about going back and watching them back. I, I think that's something I'm gonna do because I'm, I'm I couldn't really decide. But yeah, that was definitely the match. Yep. But so like I said, takeover was there. SummerSlam, I thought uh-huh. it was not a a moment. I felt like during the well, besides uh, besides that, uh, everything as far as the Brock thing, I went crazy when that happened. I was definitely not. Shout out to John Hill, uh-huh. um, hell of a match. Um, Bianca Sasha Banks thing. I knew going into it, it wasn't going to happen. After you know all the all the missed time and stuff like that, that doesn't just happen. I'm assuming I'm not going to say it, and I. Yeah. But I, I think that's a fortunate situation. But I think you know even with all 
unfortunate situations, there's got to be some positive out of it. And the positive is we got back. That's that was perfectly awesome because even though I wanted her back and even though she won the title the way she did, I'm not even that mad about it because one Bianca, yes, she lost, but once she's so young mm-hmm. as far as in her career and then going to love her in you, that's just going to make her to me a bigger star. People are yeah. shitting, shitting on the whole situation saying, you know, Oh, they just ruined her, and all. no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. You, you did not ruin her. If anything, because now this is giving her adversity. Yeah, this is like, and this is somebody new for her to face, and this is somebody already well established. I'm not to say that Becky and Sasha weren't, because obviously they're not Becky, Bailey and Sasha. But again, this is somebody she hasn't right um, and met, and and they're not the man. Like, yeah, the, the man was on. Like she was number one in the world. Like yeah, like period. Fan. Like yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah, it wasn't gender. You know, you anything. Know I mean? To be honest, she's what what she's what Brett Baker is right now. Like you know what I mean? That's like the man was just dominant. So now, in my opinion, Bianca's about to be on a level. Like she's gonna just her stardom is about to grow so yeah. crazy, and I can't wait for it next week. No. Next week, SmackDown is in my hometown, New York City, Madison Square Garden. Going to have a Hell Lesnar contract signing with Bianca and Becky. I mean, that's just going to be crazy. This is just, I just can't wait for what they do. Uh, we know now that their match, the rematch, Corby and Extreme Rules, uh, push that the build to that is going to be crazy. Uh, but just going back to some, you know, like I said, for the most part, I was happy with the show. There wasn't anything. The Edge and Rollins match was really great. It wasn't Walter Dragunov, but it was mm-hmm. right. Like it, it was a couple of steps behind, it, and that's fine. That's that's still great. Um, so I, I'm really, and I'm also really happy that they're continuing that feud. Um, yeah. I didn't think it was going to end at SummerSlam. I thought it was technically the beginning, and it looks like obviously I was right about that. Hopefully, you know, I'm hoping next week is not the end of it. I hope they continue this for another. You know, another match, maybe extreme rules and then end it with something really extreme. Like that would be crazy. Um, I do have some questions um just for you regarding this. Um so what was the actual bigger moment from SummerSlam? Becky's return or Brock? I would say Becky. I understand the I mean it's Brock Lesnar, like whoa, but I think you know what? I would say Becky, because I feel like especially what happened, you know, people seemed a lot more fired up, like just angry, like, oh my gosh, Bianca lost this way. And I think that went a little further as far as, you know, storytelling, because now it's like, where's this going to go? Is Becky going to be heel or face? How's Bianca going to get out of this? Like, to me, that just seemed like it just set up a whole plethora of questions. Whereas Brock, it's like, you never know. Like, yes, this could be something with him and Roman. Yes, it could be, you know, this is a different uh, story. Because now, you know, Roman is the heel. And I guess Brock's going to be the face now. Yeah. But again, this is Brock. You don't know. Like, he might show up. And I know we're going to see him next week on SmackDown. But it's not like he's going to be there every week with this. So... <laughs> It's uh, to me, I just like Becky coming back was a little bit more impactful than Brock. 
So I, I, I definitely I respect that because I was thinking I was leaning towards towards Becky. I really was. Um, but my answer is Brock only because now you're inter- you're you're inserting Brock. What I think is the the number one storyline of the year, mm-hmm. and that's the whole. Now you're adding another dime. now Paul Heyman. I, by the way, the, the job that Paul Heyman has been doing mm-hmm. has been absolutely fantastic. Give that man facial, a raise. Yes, <laughs> please. His facial expressions. I, I still love the duo of him and Kayla. Like, yeah, that is just oh, that's awesome right there. Uh, give Kayla a raise too. And yeah. while you're at it, Vince, give me her number. Um, but just, anyway, this is I not was, love connection, sir. I wish it was. Okay, Lord. Kayla is just amazing. I have, but anyway, it's just a fantastic job that Paul is. and at, like I said, adding Brock to this. That's just we haven't seen face Brock first run into when he was going against Big Show and Paul Heyman turned on him for the, to be teams with with big that's the last time i remember i just wonder how it's gonna be now because his mouthpiece is with the chant well the thing is is, i I just don't feel like you need a mouthpiece i let brock be a a monster but it's a a a face monster that's all he don't even need to talk he just needs to destroy because you know what the moment we want to see the moment now is we want to see him f5 Paul Heyman, like I want to see that now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know if I want to see that. You don't want to see him at five? I don't know. Paul Heyman's on a spring chicken, man. I don't know. You can't be throwing people around like that. Well, I'm just loving everything about dynamic with the bloodline, and now, like I said, we all knew Brock eventually will be inserted into this. The fact that it happened sooner than you know we all expected is even better for me. Um, you know, and. and don't get me wrong as, as far as the Becky thing. I love I love Becky. When she came out, I went crazy. But at the same time, you know, yes, I definitely want to see the man versus the EST. Yeah. Just I, something think was, I think I was just happy that this the chain had been broken. Like as much as I enjoy Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, I think I'm a little bit more excited because I'm like, yes, it's something different for Bianca. Another hurdle, another challenge. And of course, Becky coming back working with somebody new that she hasn't faced before too that's why i guess i thought that was better but you know brock is brock is definitely a game changer so i can definitely respect your point with that do you think brock beats roman no no me neither okay (laughs) that's what i thought too (laughs) i don't see roman I think I told you this um, the last episode, the episode before. I don't see Roman maybe like two wrestlers. That's how long, because I don't even know, going through the list of the roster, like I don't even know who's on the roster that deserves. I don't know if two, like to me, I think, are you sure that two WrestleManias wouldn't be overdoing it? Like I think to next WrestleMania, yeah, but like going all the way to like, what is it? Will be 39? 39er? Yeah, very like Yeah, you think that'll be a little too long? I mean, Walter was champion for six hundred days. I mean, that's basically two years. But you it's know? like this is on a different, and this is no disrespect to nah, Walter that you UK, UK brand, but this is like, well, I've, you don't want it to overstay its welcome. So, like, do you think it'll be better to go to thirty eights? 
No, because 38. All right. So let's just let's just do a little fast forward. Okay. Okay. So 38. Who do we expect him to be facing? He's going to be facing The Rock. When is The Rock? Isn't he doing like Black Adam? When is that coming out? He, he's already re- he's already filming that. So that'll be over. Okay. So The Rock is... I, I'm pretty sure The Rock is pretty much a lock for WrestleMania. It's going to be The Rock versus Roman. At- I don't see The Rock winning that. I don't either. So then let's go... Let's go after that. Okay. After The Rock... Who's who on the roster currently do you see is big enough to or even on the come up that can beat Roman? Because if you beat Roman, first off, that's going to give you the major rub anyway. So who on the roster is worthy of getting that currently? Honestly, there's only one, in my opinion, but technically he's not on the roster. And who would that be? Adam Cole. He was the only one that I can think of. That. We don't even know if he's still there. No, no, that, that's so. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if, but okay. If he okay, was there, well, I would be like, okay, maybe Adam Cole. I'm thinking, um, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, because there. It's, I couldn't think of anybody either. It's you're like not people, I go would... Kevin Owens. You're not. You can't go Keith Lee. It's too like. I, I, I didn't think it was too late for Keith Lee, but I, I don't know what they're doing with him. Apparently, they're trying to go heal with him. So if he's going to go heal, it's going to be too late. Like, I think that's going to ruin him in WWE. So I got to take, you know, I love Ricochet, but Ricochet, they're not going to push Ricochet to that moment. Like, he's, he's barely. You know what team. they're, you know what that reminded me of, by the way? I didn't get to say it last episode because it didn't come up. So. They had Ricochet and the Money in the Bank ladder match, right? Did all these exciting moves and he didn't win and we don't see him anymore. To me, that's what I call the Shelton Benjamin effects. Remember back in the gap, anytime you'd have a ladder match, it'd bring Shelton out of mothballs, he'd do something cool and crazy, and then they don't put no respect on this man's name. This is what I see happening with Ricochet, and it's a damn shame because Shelton... Benjamin still is not getting respect on his name. I'm still pissed off that the her business got broken up. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's keep going. No, I know. But I'm just if I remember right, I, I believe one of our your first few episodes, I had told you that I wanted Ricochet and Brock Lesnar because of the thing that they did. Like they had teased it like a couple of years ago, and I was. And then didn't he beat the snot out of him very yes. quickly in Saudi Arabia? Okay. Yeah, I don't got no time for that. So I don't know. So I'm, I'm just going down the list. You can't. There's no way you can let Brock <sighs> be the one to do it. You can't have Brock beat the streak and beat Roman. Like you can't because then it's obvious that you don't believe in yeah, okay. anybody, or if you haven't built anybody up effectively. Because the only two people that I would have been like, yes, would have been Cesaro and Biggie. But it's like now they're not really. That's another thing. Yeah, I thought about like, I thought about Big E because Cesaro's too late for him. <sighs> I thought about Big E, but I don't think Big E's gonna be against Roman, even though I, I know they've been teasing it. But I think they're just doing that for because he's the Money in the Bank thing, and because Big E's so awesome at his job at being a fake janitor that <laughs> you know it's just I, I get why they're doing it. So I I'm I'm but I'm not giving to give it to Big E. There is one other name though that in the back of my head, like it, it's it's there. But I'm like, I don't he's not ready. He's nowhere near ready 
but I think they might be getting ready to make but it can't happen after WrestleMania 38. It has to happen later. What about Mr. Uh, um, Young Mysterio? Dominic? Dominic. He's the only one that, first of all, he's young as hell. I mean, okay. he's like 20-something. 20 22, 20, whatever. Okay. They're teasing him going heel. They've been doing it for the last couple. What if he faces Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 38? That will be Rey Mysterio's last match is putting his son over. But, like, so he's, he's heel going into that match, right? But then, because of the moment and him beating his father, think of it kind of like the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair thing, right? He, he, goes, he becomes so emotional, he turns back to being the face. They hug at the end of the match. Now everyone loves him. And he has this whole face turn. Thing. And then they from there, after beating the legendary Mysterio, he just goes on this run for a year. He becomes a tag team, not a tag team. He becomes an Intercontinental Champion or United States Champion, whatever brand. Has a nice little run with it. And then eventually, WrestleMania 39, he's the one. Okay, well... I mean, I didn't see that coming. But my question to you is, that's all great and grand, and that would definitely be building up a fresh new talent. My question is, why wouldn't they do that for... Or why do you think they'd be able to all of a sudden get their shit together and build Dominic like that when you got your Cesaro's and your Keith Lee's sitting there? Cesaro. (laughs) Okay, so you got to think about what WWE's been doing. What's WWE been doing? For the last year, they've been okay. clean, they've been cleaning house, saving money, right? Oh come on! Don't say Cesaro. I don't. No no, I can't no, 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 Cesaro no 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 no. I wasn't saying his awful about releases. dad jokes. Okay, thank you. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't going to even mention releases like that. Oh good. Okay. I'm just saying they've been saving money. They've been rebuilding. They're even fixing NXT, and which we'll get oh. into to later. You know, okay. they're fixing NXT to build up the brand of WWE, correct? Yeah, I mean, I, I get Cesaro, it. though, is what? 37, 38? Keith Lee is 36, 37? Okay, All these guys but... that we love. Every guy that we love. Besides, I think Ricochet. I think Ricochet is still young. Um, But pretty much, we love. They're old. They're not going to be here 10 years from now. They may but, not be okay. here five years from now. They may be, you know, that might be retiring age. We're about to lose AJ Styles in a year or two. I was just going to say, like, in wrestling, if anything, some of the, the greats, a lot of them didn't really hit their stride till they were much older. They usually like, hit their stride at 30-something. Yeah, they're late 30s. Like, think about but, it. Randy Orton's still going. I mean, he's on right. the... But when He's did Randy Orton? When did he get but, his start, though? When did he win the first his first championship? He was twenty two. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Twenty four. Twenty five. That's the youngest champion ever. Right, but he didn't hit his like stride. Like he wasn't. We don't like, need him to. Okay, but with these guys, it's like they're about that age where it was like you should be kind of settled in. Dominic, like you're, you should be hitting that stride. It's like Dominic, yeah, he'll he's twenty four. Yeah, but he'll get that rub. Which I'm, my point is saying that a Cesaro or Keith Lee and them are getting a little old. It's like okay, but how are they getting older compared to somebody like an AJ Styles who is 
significantly great. older yeah. than that. And he's still going, or like a John Cena who definitely hit ledge like I think surefire. Like you can't argue legend status when he was much older. I, I'm just saying that the WWE is they're at a point where they need to build their future. It's just like it's just like when the Attitude Era ended with Rock and Stone Cold and all of them left. Who was it that the WWE brought on? They brought in John Cena. They brought in Randy Orton. They brought in all these guys that they built up to lead the future. They're at that point now, or at least in their minds, they're at that point now because that, now that you got AEW right here, right beside you, they're competing with whether you think they're competition or not. I mean, they are. They're there. You got to do something new because apparently... In your eyes, in in Vince's eyes, this ain't work. So the only way to do something new, you gotta bring people up. That's why he's changing everything up. He went to he went to NXT the other like couple months ago to look at all of the people that were there. He did that because he wants to know who's here. That's my next John Cena, my next Batista, guys that I built from the ground up, my Brock Lesnar, and this is Dominic is technically in that group because Dominic didn't really didn't wrestle on the indie scene as far as I know he went straight to like I mean he trained with his dad and stuff like that but he went straight to he didn't even go to NXT Dominic, I don't think a Dominic's really said a word though since he's or not very many since he's been there so I, I, I get it and I, I respect your opinion on that it's just and maybe this will Trans, you know, transition into the NXT thing. Yeah. To me, it's like they want to do all this now with, you know, Vince bringing, you know, going to NXT and having to, you know, having a hand in it, which I'm not really happy about. But at the same time, it's like you had that system. You had that where these stars were created. You had it where there was fresh faces, people who had been working for a while. They knew what to do. Granted, you know, NXT was supposed to be, you know, like just really just new, fresh off the block, homegrown talents. And you have a few. Like you have like a Bianca Belair who didn't wrestle prior to being in NXT. But I guess what doesn't sit right with me is that you had that system. You had that developmental system. You took people out of it and you did nothing with them. And now all of a sudden, now it's like hit the emergency button. I got to go down there and fix it. Like, no, you didn't. You had people like a Keith Lee. Yes, he is older. And I get your point about Dominic and getting that fresh blood. At the same time, it's like, why didn't you work with what you had? Why are you still not using the pieces that you had? Isn't the whole system of wrestling is like, in order for a, a Dominic Mysterio to get better, you have to have people that are considerably better than him to work with. And you were cranking out these people, but you're not utilizing them. So I don't know. That just kind of caps me a little bit wrong because it's just like, I don't understand why Vince and Bruce are jumping if that's the case. It just irritates the shit out of me because you didn't do what you were supposed to do with the other people. Look how many people, and I'm getting off into a rant. Look at your, your Lucha Dragons. Look at your, your Enzo and Cats. Look how, even though Bailey has become the Bailey that we know now, let us not forget that Bailey should have been the easiest. This should have been like a layup with Bailey. The original Bailey should have been like 
John Cena for little kids, little girls. And people couldn't stand her after a while. Look at how they tried to like make, they brought in the four horsewomen and thank God Becky Lynch just all of a sudden morphed into the man because we were losing Becky Lynch for a while. And it's, it's just, it's just insane to me. Like how they just let things go so badly. And it's like the the Viking Raiders or Warriors, whatever the fuck their names are. I'm sorry. Like I no no no. Please, first off, please do not apologize to me because this is the first. This is the first time I think in a couple of episodes that you went on a rant. Okay, so and I I let you and I'm letting you go because you you, you're talking straight facts. It is. It's just. But can I can I throw in some some tidbits? Sure. You may or may not know. So Vince and Bruce Pritchard. Okay, so let me let's go back to the the gist of it. Yeah, I know. I jumped ahead. I I couldn't hold Um, it anymore. So (laughs) let's just. I'm just gonna wrap up something real quick, and then I'm gonna jump to this because it's all included. Okay. Okay. So, like I said, SummerSlam, awesome. I'm done. NXT, the future of NXT. Okay. Is and this is just reported. This was reported the third. Okay, so for those that don't know, the whole story is that Vince and Bruce Pritchard are going to be basically taking over, pun intended, uh, NXT. Okay, they are going to reportedly by motherfucking Dave. Okay. That's going to be his name from now on. <laughs> Motherfucking Dave has said that they are basically taking over the brand. They are going to make, um, they're going to produce everything. They're changing things up and all this stuff. However, those reports as of yesterday are awful. Um, so Vince and Bruce are not going to be producing NXT. Now they will be making like the bigger decisions and what I mean by bigger decisions, they are going to be kind of in charge of like the the marketing, the promotion, and the direction. That's understandable. That's something that Vince was basically doing anyway, but not as much. Yeah. However, they're going to be like the old NXT. Now, when we hear old NXT, what's when you hear old NXT, what are you thinking, Sasha? I mean, when I started watching NXT, it was like, God, who was there? Like, I'm not talking about FCW. Like, no, no, I know. The what I hear NXT, the old NXT, the first thing that comes to my mind is those damn contests. Oh, oh no, I didn't even think of that. No, why'd you put that in my? No, 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 I know, I know, but I. That's why I was. That's why a lot of people I feel like were scared because that's. I didn't go back that far. No, but (laughs) NXT was at its peak. During 2015 and the 2018. That's what I was thinking about. Those were, that's the peak NXT and that's the NXT they want to get back to. Which is something that I am totally fine with. But do you trust them? Well, the thing is, this is the thing. They're not, they're not, they don't have time to go and work with NXT and work with another daily show. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are still going to be in charge. 
it's still there it's still everything all the decisions champions who's going to be a champion stuff like that it's still going to be triple h decision and Shawn michaels and 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 uh william regal and um uh albert okay it's still them they just vince and bruce are just gonna help with the promoting of it the reason why is look at the end of the day Yes, technically NXT Law, the Wednesday night. They put that on Wednesday to compete with AEW. And they didn't win. They lost pretty much every week except for like two or three. I mean, it is what it is. And technically NXT is like the developmental. That's what it's supposed to be. But we weren't really throwing... If you look at it, the guys that were on NXT during that time versus AEW, they were not developmental guys. They were... The Adam Coles, the Kyle Riley, carrying crosses, uh, no, not Samoja. The you know they were those guys. Those guys are not developmental guys. They're not the new up and comers. What Vincent and Bruce want to do is they want to, they want our younger guys to face our veteran guys. So for example, let's say I was a wrestler, I'm up and coming. They want me to face the Tommaso Champas, the Johnny Garganos. Because why would that make sense? That makes sense because that's going to help me get, that's going to help me, you know, with me working with these veteran towns, that's going to get me ready for the main roster. Because we both know, to, first of all, we know Tommaso Champ is not going to the main roster. He's basically said that out loud. Johnny Gargano ain't going nowhere. Uh, Trip, Trip ain't letting him go up to the main roster. They're not going to let, he's not going to let him ruin Johnny Gargano, the face of NXT. Yes, let me stop you right there. You see that what you just said? Ruin Johnny Gargano. All this, we're coming and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. To me, none of that matters. It doesn't Because matter. if they yes. come up to the main roster and you don't know what to do with them, what was the point of you coming down in the first place? Why are we even having this discussion? If Triple H and Sean and them, they make these stars, they give them to you, and all you have to do is market them and right. utilize their strengths and hide right. their weaknesses and you don't do that why would you come here and try to do all this marketing now we gave it to you ready mm -hmm. put it out there and make it happen but you didn't do it so why are you coming and bothering them what they doing right. leave them alone that's I, I, my whole thing i don't understand i get it i i definitely get it. i i think the and i'm on your side i i'm not trying to defend it Oh, yeah, I know. It's just but yeah. it's like, but at the same time, I have to admit, I get it. It scares mm. me. It scares the hell out of me. Trust me. I've told you NXT is by far to me the best brand of wrestling in the world. That's over AEW. That's over Brawl. That's over SmackDown. That's over ROH and Impact and all that. I love NXT. Everything they do is fucking awesome. The way they build young talent. They they work well with tag teams. You know, they have great tag team wrestling. They have the individual stars. They have a mix of young and, and veteran people that I'm actually enjoying. But I do have to admit, there are some faults that they do have. Yes. And the faults that they do have is kind of what Vince wants to bring out. Now, obviously, I'm going off of report, but if these reports are true, I get why we're scared, but at the same time, it makes mm. 
if he wants younger talent to work with veteran guys and use those veteran guys to build up those young talent instead of having Gargano versus Adam Cole, two guys we both love, why can't that be um, Young Rough versus Adam Cole? Like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, I mean, Rough is still there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or just anyone. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, I, I get that. But why? That's okay. What? So you're having that epiphany now. But if, how many reports have we heard where mm -hmm. people like an Alistair Black, even like, you know, my guy, the late Brody Lee, wanted to go back to NXT? Like, why didn't you? You want this now, but people have been asking to go. They're going back it. to NXT, not that. Like, they're going because they'll be used better for them. I, I'm not going to say for themselves because that was going to sound like they were being selfish or whatever. That's not what I... They they weren't... They, I, I just feel like... I, I think Brody But Lee, wouldn't that be the same? Think, it, it would be, but no. Because at the end of the day, no one in the world has built up a talent from the ground up to superstardom better than the WWE and Alistair Black we already knew Alistair Black as top no not, um, mm -hmm. they, they Roman Reigns for example Roman Reigns is the perfect example Roman didn't do any indies he came they built Roman. you know the Usos they built the Usos even though the Usos had a little training but then they built you know you go um, Brock Lesnar they built Cena built Orton built They've done all that. Alistair Black, Brody Lee, they were known before. So it's different. But, okay. It, it's totally different. And I I, I I, hate that I say I get it because I feel like I'm defending it. But I'm... But then wasn't the whole point that mm. they want them to work with established talent? They want to build mm -hmm. this young talent. My point was these people that who were on the main roster and who had credibility and that name value when they wanted to go back to nxt and work like a finn balor like an ember moon why didn't you let other people do that and you let certain people come back you can only and have you, a certain number of people to do it i understand that you weren't gonna have like a bunch of people just come at once i'm not saying that but i'm just saying why are you having this epiphany just right now I trying don't to know. jump into it I, I and that's know. the part i'm not understanding because people I, were asking to go back I don't know. I and that's the name. I don't. You, you know what's crazy? So you know what I started watching today? You know that show Heels by Steve Oh, Bell? yeah. And stars. So I don't know if you watched it before. And I'm no, I haven't, but I've heard of it. I'm not going to spoil you anything, just in case. I'm probably know. not going to watch it. So okay, go well, it's a good show. I watched the first two episodes, but one of the first in the first episode, they basically did their version of a of the montreal screw job um but leading up to that decision i i, I felt like i saw vince because stephen amell's character he's in charge of the he's the vince mcmahon of the rest that he took over from his dad and it's just, it's really weird how you see all the he you know he writes all the scripts he writes the matches he writes every and he had a very tough decision to make as far as who's going and there's all these factors there's all these you know um positives and negatives pros and cons as well as far as 
why this person should win it, why this person shouldn't and all this. And I was sitting back and I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's a lot. And I kind of understand like the mind frame of someone like Vince, who's in this position. Like people talk, talk shit. I do it all the time. You know, I shit on Vince sometimes, you know, with all the decision, bad decisions that I believe he makes. But then I look back and after I watched this episode, I was like, damn, man. I didn't realize how much, like, how much is on this man. And it, it's his fault, but it, it it's it's hard to make the right decision at, this, at that time. Like, just sitting there and be like, okay, I'm going to let Alistair Black go back. Or I'm going to let, like, he. you got to look at, you always got to look to the future. <coughs> Excuse me. And I feel like Vince... He got stuck at the current, especially when AEW first started their first year. But was he stuck in the the present, especially when people were making the argument that he kept relying, like on a like? Well, that is, he just had Goldberg that, come. Like, let's see, that's the, that's the current Goldberg. And, no, no, no. Listen, not the superstar. Oh, what's that? Whoa, the current, <laughs> it's the current as far as. I gotta beat AEW now. You really think he's checking for him? I think Vince did look at it. You don't bring back these names. You don't bring back. He was doing it this past Saturday. Well, not this past. Um, the on SummerSlam. That's why we got Becky. That's why we got Brock on that Saturday. Why? I mean, because before 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 SummerSlam, you think he was checking for them like that? Yes, he was always checking hmm. on them. Vince is a Vince is not. Vince ain't stupid. Vince is gonna say, "Yeah, they're not competition." Of course, he's gonna say that. You're never gonna let anyone know your weakness. That's true. <clears throat> You're never gonna know. Let any- you always gotta check to see what everyone's doing. You always you. All right, I'll give you a perfect example. You're telling me that Vince McMahon was not is not paying attention to New Japan and what they did in the Tokyo Dome, their major show January fourth every year. And two years ago, what did they do? For the first time ever, Tokyo Dome, the, their main show was on two nights. And it was successful. What happened two years ago at WrestleMania? I mean, I get it. What's happening? What happened last year? And what's happening next? Two nights at WrestleMania. Because that's- And because ain't nobody sitting for nine hours. Well, yeah, no one's sitting for nine. I don't think Vince cared about that. Vince should at the end of the day vince is gonna get his money but That's now true. he's gonna get even vince is always paying. and i think now i think someone got into his head i think i don't know who but i think someone got in his head and was like all right we're losing right but we always have the advantage the advantage is we know how to build done it countless times not recently technically we have oh didn't Roman's the example. He's the current. Roman's also been there since what, 2014? Seven years? Who else? That's that's, now. That's what I'm saying. Now I was gonna say, technically, you know, he didn't be. Let me see. I gotta Mm -hmm. think about it. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Okay, Roman's the only person right now. Okay. Okay. Top of my head. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But see, that's the that's another issue. Look but how many that. talented people have come since then? Okay, but look, what how many of those people did he build? Let's look at all the people that left. 
But why does it have to hold be? On, hold on, Just listen, though. How, how many people that have left WWE recently? You got the Aleister Blacks. You, we mentioned, um, uh, who else? Uh, Brody Lee, RIP. You know, the John Moxley's, the the Matt Cardone. Who else is there? The Carl Anderson. Fuck him. Um, all these guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't get me started on Carl Anderson. I, 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 I want to hear this story. Maybe off the air, but let's keep going. No, fuck him. I want to hear that. I, I'll Actually, I'll bring it up at the end. Okay. Um, But it's just... All these guys, they came into WWE, but they weren't, they, they already were established. <coughs> Sorry, I need some water. Um, they were already established guys. These are not guys that they built up. Even guys that they're bringing up from NXT. You know, the Sami Zayn's, the Kevin Owens, all these guys that they brought up. They were already so, established beforehand. So technically, they're not WWE guys. But at this, okay, I, I agree with that. But why is that even relevant? Like, if you, if they are, if you sign them to a contract, they are under the WWE umbrella. Why does it matter that you did not build them from the ground up? In that case, why hire them in the first place? If that is so no. important, no, Sasha. Why? No, missing, I. You're missing the. Point. Maybe I am, but to me, it's just like I'm so tired of hearing people say of, like, "Okay, it's we like didn't this. build them. We didn't build them. Why the it's, fuck do you have them if you didn't it, it, build them?" No, it's different. It's like, all right, you have your kids. You're gonna always love your kids. Yes. But let's say you adopt. Not saying you're not gonna love the per- the kid that you adopt. It's a different kid, kind of love. It's going to be a different kind of love. Exactly. But this is business. Exactly. It is business. So, so wait, hold, like on, I said, hold on. This hold is on. business. This is the thing. Kevin Owens. Let's, actually, Kevin Owens. No, no. AJ Styles is the perfect person. Okay. AJ Styles came in with his own name, his own likeness, his own... All this stuff that he built prior to coming to WWE, correct? Yes. He still uses his name. He still uses his likeness. He still uses his logo, all his stuff. He still uses that in WWE. The same ones that he used in New Japan and some of the same ones he used in TNA and and ROH and all that. But if let's go to Brock Lesnar or no, no, let's go to John Cena. John Cena, though, came into WWE with nothing. He wasn't even John Cena. He was probably something else. His regular prototype, just wreck. Yeah, I built him. I gave him John Cena. I gave him um, the the knuckle shuffle. I gave him you can't see me. I gave him all. I own all that now. So how who who's making me more money? The person that I own everything of him or AJ Styles? Who's making me more money? Okay, that I understand. So you you can't bring up business with that because business. (laughs) Tells because me, okay, building my own person is light years. How many, how many millions has John Cena made? Vince McMahon compared to someone compared to Seth Rollins, for example. Seth Rollins came with Tyler Black. I think he's the perfect example because he's reached the top several times. Has Tyler Black as Seth Rollins made the money? Made Vince okay. McMahon as much money as as John Cena? Or no. Randy Orton, or okay, or any I, of these guys that that no, they on. haven't. But Thank let you. me ask you this: No, I I agree with you on that point. But let me ask you this: 
But don't you think that mindset of John Cena, or I built this and I built that, don't you think that has made them stagnant over the last few years that you're relying so much on talent that you built that you are not actually putting the quote unquote machine behind talent like a Seth Rollins? We just finished saying like a ricochet. How many times do we as fans complain you are not utilizing guy X, Y, and Z? And but that, you pull right. but you pulling your relying on so much time that you built. Okay, uh -huh. why don't you evolve past that? We know that you can build talent, but then you have all this talent here. Let's look at AEW. For all the, the new talent that they have, and yeah, they have some WWE talent, who is by far the biggest star on the AEW roster right at this moment. Did they build CM Punk? No. No, but Tony Khan was smart, and I will give Tony Khan props for this. He was smart enough to capitalize on this person who he didn't have anything to be, it had nothing to do with building. Nothing. And I know CM Punk is a special case, but if he sat there and was like, well, I'm going to just do this and because I built this person. I have the Darby Allen. You didn't know who he was before he got to me and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to ride with that. Right. No, he went out and he got somebody with name value. Okay, but this is the just like he's working. Like you said, he's working right. with somebody that is new and talented. But like I said, mm -hmm. it's also to put more eyes on talent that's coming up. WWE spent so much time saying, look what we did. We own all this. Looky, looky, looky. Okay, but then you're also hiring 200 plus wrestlers who can go. You keep saying reach for the brass ring. You keep saying all this shit. Right. And it's like these people are trying to reach for the brass ring that you don't put the machine behind them. So, yeah, they're going to hit a glass ceiling. Roman Reigns is the, only, the biggest star to come up in a couple of years is because they put the machine behind him. But look how long that took and look how much that took for him to get where he is now. He just hit his stride a year ago. This is one year mm -hmm. of Roman Reigns that people can actually stand. One year. He's been there seven years. We could have lost Roman Reigns too if this last year didn't just happen. Not lost him. Yeah, he's big, but we wouldn't have got this Roman Reigns. And remember, who was the main person that they were saying was behind we want Roman to be this way. We want to build Roman this way. We want to do this and do that. It was Vince. They wanted him to be this way and it wasn't working. Like that's what boggles my mind about this. You want to build him mm -hmm. in this way and it didn't work. And now he's getting to be more himself. You can tell this is what he was meant to be this whole time. Take your fingerprints off of everything and let it breathe. That's the one thing I do 1,020 million percent agree with. Oy. I always said, I believe back the hell off. And I said that, in fact, I even made the, and I, I hate saying it, I said WWE will, will like, until Vince is dead. Oh Lord! I, I always said that. <laughs> I never I know how to react to that. Like, I don't. I I don't even know. I hate saying it. I'm. It's cringy. Please don't. Please don't die, Vince. Because yes, of, it, it's okay, just cringy for me. Please. But I always believed that. I, I said Triple H is the savior of the devil. But I do think. I, I just. I just think this is just another situation. And I it sucks because I don't know how many times we've said, let's just sit and wait, let's just see what happens. 
I don't have anything. I'm sorry. And I know this is supposed and to be a positive podcast, but just look I'm out. Just, I mean, no. No, no. It's not a positive podcast. It's just we we, we keep it real. We got to be straight. Got to be straight facts with it. And I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm just understanding both. I don't know. I'm trying. Maybe my mind is trying to just make sense of it all. I, I think there's points on both sides. I, I get the business side. Do I, I don't like it. I, I ever since Nick Con, is Nick Con right? Nick I do not trust him, and I've never even seen this man. I don't trust him. <laughs> it's the cons. Uh, the I don't know. It's I don't, that's his I, name. I don't trust him. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. I I don't know what's going on, but I will say this, and I, I think this is uh, something that just needs to be said. I'm not a. I, I lost trust in Vince a long time ago, and he hasn't done anything besides the Roman thing to kind of gain it back in the Bianca thing. Right. But I'm hoping this is, I will say this, this was the first time when this first report came out and they were talking about changing NXT. It was the first time that I actually thought about And I, I know it was due to a report by motherfucking Dave, but I'm glad that this new report came out that corrected it. Because now at least I can see and understand why. Yeah. It's worrisome because this was kind of our thing. This was kind of untouched. And it's not to say like the main rock. I think if somebody wasn't, I mean, they maybe they're just a casual fan. They would think like, man, this main roster sucks. It's not that. You have amazingly talented people on Raw and SmackDown. It's just frustrated, frustrating when we see these great wrestling matches but for a lot of us it wasn't just the wrestling it was the stories being told and a lot of these stories are just not being told we're getting a lot of repetitive matches a lot of just nonsensical things that are happening and there's nothing just there's nothing strong and consistent to hold on to smackdown does a much better job than raw much more consistent by far but by far and for a couple of years like especially in like the 2004 no 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 even going way back oh like, way back yeah yeah you're talking about with the, with the yeah, big like, six with the six it was the smackdown the, six but then yeah. even after that there was a lull and you could possibly say some of the talent wasn't as strong but you can't make that argument these days you have world-class talent whether they're new whether they're veterans, whether they're somewhere in the middle, you have talent coming out the yin yang. We need, you know, characters we can emotionally attach to. You know, we need that. Look at Edge. Edge hasn't wrestled in almost a decade, but he came from a time where we got to see him evolve as a performer. We got to see him in his ups and downs. And when he came back, you know, we were all, we were just emotionally invested right away. Not because of the story, oh, he was gone for nine years, but because we knew Edge. We knew Edge. I don't know Ricochet. I love to watch Ricochet work. I don't know him. Right. As much as I love Naomi, I still feel like I don't know Naomi. And that is the biggest thing. It's not that the main roster is no good. They're not good workers. It's when they come up, Especially from NXT, because we got to know them. Looking back, Enzo and Cass, they were probably the most 
basic tag team as far as their work, but you can't tell me that they're they weren't the hottest thing going because we knew them. We were emotionally tied. I mean, I don't know if you were a fan of them, but I was. I was oh, very I, much excited. I got the shirt. Okay. <laughs> got a couple yes. of haters. A yes. couple of haters. That was that was my shit, you know. I got and, the shirt that says it with the cup and everything. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> we got to know them. And I think that's why it's got me so fired up because when they come and you're like, okay, like the revival, dude, I almost freaking cried when the revival came on Raw because I, I was so ready. Right. I loved them. And it was like, it just crushed me to see, like, I know there was injuries involved, but I was... I was ready for them in the New Day. I was ready for them in the Usos, the Hardys. I was so ready. And it just crushed me how they were used. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, how did you slip up on that? I feel you. You know what's funny, though? (sighs) You go back. So you you mentioned Enzo and Cass. I I know you're probably going to get mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's the... Do you know what's the the comparison? Like, what's what is um what's the word I'm thinking? About? What is similar between all what? the WWE creative though? <laughs> I don't have time for you. <laughs> I don't up. have time. Well, I mean, hey, NXT <laughs> Triple H did Enzo and Cass, but when they came up to the main roster, what happened? Hey, when they came up I to under- the main roster, they were I fired. understand. Okay, but. Okay, I understand NXT is under the WWE umbrella. Okay, but let's let's work with the New Day. When the New Day came, they were not. I understand the New Day developed under the WWE umbrella, but when they first came out, Vince wanted them to be pastors. Yeah, they were wanted right them to be preachers. So I was to every Monday, every Monday. That's my shit. They get me started in the week, but. I know this went on long in my rant. No, it's did no, this, it's, but the thing is though, because they actually it's good. I'm glad you did also because it's going to lead to the next topic anyway. Because you mentioned his name, and let's just jump into it. CM Punk is back, and oh, the no. reason why I it, it ties perfect is because now the question becomes: Well, first off, did you watch it? Yes, I did. I was tired Let's, as hell. Let but... me get your emotion and your reaction to his return. I'll give you mine, and then I'm going to ask, ask anyone. Okay, so as we've said many times on the show, I am not an avid AEW watcher. I read about it. I kind of know things, but I don't watch it. Um, I was really tired the night he debuted. Like, just been going all week. But... I kept my eyes on Twitter because I knew somebody was going to post the video. So I stayed up and I watched it. And I got to admit, like, I was pretty fascinated. Like, I was, I could not believe that Tony Khan, I don't know what he did, what he said. I couldn't believe it. Like, I had to see it with my own eyes because I really thought it would be a cold day in hell (laughs) for CM Punk showed up in anybody else's wrestling i really thought it would never happen and to see how not only the people reacted but how he reacted because it's been well documented over the years like people have said he's not the easiest person to get to know and for i can understand 
why he is the way he is. And maybe that's why I was never like, oh, Sam Punk is this, this, and that. I didn't take it personally why he left because he's his own, he's obviously his own man. So he can do whatever the fuck he wants. But um, to see his reaction and how emotional he was, I don't know if you listened to, we probably did because I feel like everybody did, the podcast that he did with Colt Cabana after he left. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember. I, and for all the years, people have had these opinions about, you know, CM Punk is this, he's this and that. From what I took from that podcast is this was a man who got to live his dream. He worked really hard. He was very confident in himself. And if we look back at what he did at the times where he was on his game, he was clearly the best. Even when he was doing straight edge, straight edge society, that was some good shit. Like this was a man who knew his character. He wanted to be the best and there's no fault in that. And it just got to a point where you can tell, cause I think we've all been there at a job or something. Like you're putting in your best shit and it's just like, it doesn't matter. And it just starts to affect you as a person. And it just sounded like a real tit for tat with him and WWE and being hurt and not liking where you're at. So I think I always understood his decision and why he did what he did and why he had to completely cut himself off because that's just what you have to do. And to hear him acknowledge that, you know, maybe the way he reacted to things and how he did things afterward wasn't the best, but he's had a couple years and he's obviously a different man now. And to see him jump into the crowd and, get emotional and even seeing grown men cry it just it gave it gave everything it was supposed to give and that's kind of going to my earlier point we've seen cm punk from when he first debuted and now to see him as a damn bona fide just legend you have like i said grown men crying we know cm punk and we've been up and down with him so to me it just made me very interested in what they're gonna do with him and I know we talked about it off, um, you know, off camera earlier that I actually want to watch All Out tomorrow. Like, I want to see it because now I'm just like, I'm so curious about what they're going to do with him. So, yeah, I mean, it gave everything it was supposed to give. I think he needed it. The fans needed it. And I really hope that AEW does the right thing with him because if you manage to make this happen can i fuck this up like please but yeah for that moment everything was supposed to give so what do you think i was happy um it's not the reaction okay. which is weird because i was mighty mm -hmm. I, I love best in the world you know mm -hmm. we all remember the the pipe bomb and ever since then, how he took over, like, I still watch the promos that he had with Trump to their little few that they had. I still watched the promo that he had with Vince McMahon, where he forced Vince McMahon to apologize to not him, but to the people. And he wanted the, the ice cream bars and the, he wanted the jet. He wanted the, the where's CM Punk the movie? Like, I, I remember, like, I, I still watch that on YouTube. Um it's weird but when he left and I, i'm with you i i understand why he did I, but when he left i that hit me the wrong because you're the voice of the voice and you leave i felt like he left to my opinion i've always felt like he left 
the fan, even though I get why he did it. Like, I understand the personal things and the, the I get it. I've just always had that sorrow, but I was happy to see him back. I will say that. I wasn't jumping up in the air. I wasn't crying like the guy in the crowd, but it was legit, like, happy. Now, um, I feel like now we kind of have our voice. You know, AW has done a, I would say, a, a good job as, as far as you know trying to fill that void with you know just the way they run their company and stuff like that and the way you know things they're doing and yeah you know i may shit on some of the things that they do just like i was shit on WWE, mm-hmm. but i feel like now we got a voice back but i want to make sure that it's not all talk like before he at least he backed it up when he now let's see if you really are says it wasn't for he did it oh it was the espn one he was just mm-hmm. on ESPN. He did an interview. He said it was. He talked to WWE too. Yeah, I heard that. Um, he says not about the money. It's about you know the fans. It's about all the dream matches that he can have. The you know the creativity and all this. Okay. Then let I'm my. I still have questions, but we'll start in tomorrow. Understandable. I'm excited for the match. I'm excited for the future. If we get the CM Punk that I believe he's saying that he is and I believe that can happen, then, hey, I'm all down for it. I'm going to be all in. And I can't wait to watch All Out tomorrow. I'm, I was Whether he was there or not, yes, that definitely. Um, and, and another thing, I'm just happy I, I don't have to hear the CM Punk chant anymore. So. <laughs> yes, when is CM Punk coming back? Like, gosh, right there. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm tired of the chant interrupting yeah. me. Like, it's over now. Now, you know, so that's another plus. Thank um, you. But the question that I have to ask you, though, because we talked about mentioned Younger Town, we, we talked. I get CM Punk working with Darby. I get that. Mm-hmm. He's a younger, I guess, younger town. But I looked at all the names that are on the AEW roster that is not Sam Jungle Boy, even though Jungle's on there. Mm-hmm. The kick All these guys, there's a bunch of, and the list goes on. Talent that AEW, they're young talent. That they're not, and now they're rock. We can just jump into the AEW all out, you know, our preview in a way for it. You know, we know about the CM Punk. I'm pretty sure we know who else is showing up tomorrow. That is the man known as Daniel Bryan. I'm pretty sure he's showing up. I gotta up. see that. I, I, I need to I see mean, that. Punk pretty much said it. Like, <laughs> they're really bad at whole safe water. I'm. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna be there tomorrow. They they're potentially gonna get Adam Cole, who can also potentially be there tomorrow. You know, what is going to happen now with this younger? Because now it's like, all right, you added Alistair Black. That's another name. We're talking about not being used. He has he's not even on the all out tomorrow. As, as of right now, I mean, who knows what happens, but he's not even on all. So what happens to your roster now? What happens to the roster in, in AEW, Sasha? All these guys are coming in. Someone's got to get pushed out. And it's, it seems like the younger talent in AEW is getting pushed out. I, I know why Hangman's not on the roster. Uh, it's not on the show tomorrow because, you know, his wife is about to have a baby. So I get that. But... Everyone else, why Sammy Guerrero, one of your biggest 
biggest guys on the on your card on your on your roster not being you makes no sense i mean that seems to be an issue with them and wwe you're just hiring people up and you're not really using the people that you got i mean Obviously, the CM Punk thing, huge get. I'm not going to argue with that. Oh, Business, yeah, I, that I, was good. Yes. But I, I get your point, though. I mean, they have a lot of people. And I think that is something that I worry about with AEW. Because it's the same thing with WWE. You're, I know people want to say, oh, they're getting all the WWE people, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you're snatching up all these talents. But like you said, what are you doing with the ones that are already there? Yeah, if see, you guys wanted to set yourself apart... Right. then you need to worry about building those emotional connections. I think that's something that we can't just put all on WWE because AEW kind of has that issue too. It's like you're not really getting attached to these talents. And, and it's not. this is not taking away from the people that are on the roster and what AEW has done. But in a lot of ways, I felt like the appeal was the notion that we are not WWE. But then at the same time, it's like, you're kind of doing things the way they're doing. Maybe not purposely, but it's like, you're getting all these people, they're here, great. But what, like, where's the story? Where's the attachment? Where where, where, where are we with that? Right. You know, you got... I, I guess Aleister Black, he's not, was it Malachi Black now? Malachi, yeah. Okay, cool. You got, there's rumors that was it Ruby, the former Ruby Riot, now she's Ruby Soho, she might yep. be coming in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, with, and, and, uh, okay. Thing. right. So, you're getting all these people in, but like you said, this younger talent, why are we not getting, why is Jungle Boy not on the roster? I mean, on the, the card. Why is, is Orange Cassidy on the card? Is he there? No. Yeah. See, why are we not? I mean, I don't understand a guy wrestling with his hands in his pocket, but apparently it's a thing. So. Well, he's on the uh, he's on the ten. He's on the pre-show. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, it's you got Miro on there. You yeah. know, he's he's champ now, but everybody was going on for years about Rusev this and Rusev that and now he's Miro and it's like I still don't know that much about him so uh, well to be fair and this is one thing that I, I give major props they do a hell of a job at letting the guys be themselves be who they want to be you mentioned Miro Miro is what we wanted Rusev uh, doing that took a while it, that yeah. took a while it yeah. took a while and you know people People actually, I feel like people already forgot, you know, who he was, the best man uh, when okay. he first started. Um, so uh, they they do a good job in that, and I just feel like, what if what if WWE, what if Vince is seeing what they've done or what they're doing, and he's thinking, he's like, AW, yeah, they're dominating, you know, not dominating, they're doing great, and they're they're in the now. But they're not setting themselves up for the future. Yep. What if, you know, what if Vince is preparing for, you know, is it, I mean, it's at the cost of, you know, Sasha going on the rant and, and a, a, a correct rant too. 
But what if it's at that cost? That cost may be worth the, the future. I guess. I still don't be, trust it. <laughs> we're not going to like it. We're not going to trust it. And I'm with you on that. I am. I agree with you on that. It's just, I don't know. But let's just run through the matches because this is a a 10-match card. One of the matches being on the pre-show. We don't have to give our prediction. I think this is still an excellent card. I just want you to give me your thoughts on the overall card. Um, so we got the pre-show match, 10-man tag team match. Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Yuta. Jurassic Express uh, with Jungle Boy. I love, I love Jurassic. AEW did a... <laughs> I I just think they did a a terrible job of having them lose Lucha Brothers tomorrow, but it it is what it is. Um, Then we have the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale, where the winner of this match um, gets an AEW Women's Championship whenever they want. I guess it's kind of like the... It's basically like... Who is the bunny? The bunny is... um, What's that girl's name? Allie? Allie, yeah, Allie. Uh, bunny, okie dokie. Yeah, okay. she she became the bunny when she uh, joined. Anyway, she kind of turned heels when she turned. Um, I'm not gonna name mm-hmm. all the women, but some of the women. Big guys, Swole. Big Swole, Jay Cargill, uh, and the returning Anna Jay. Riho is coming back. There's some, and then you mentioned the potential, the 21st women. Uh, 21st woman, I'm sorry, is always like a the 21st person is always a surprise. Um, I think we all believe it's going to be Ruby, um, and that's going to be an excellent get for this roster mm-hmm. to help this woman out. So I really like that. Um, then you got John Moxley versus Kojima, um, Paul White, aka Big Show, or formerly known as Big Show versus QT Marshall. Um, but anyway, you got Chris Jericho versus MJF. If, it uh, feels Jericho. like every time I turn, it's always Jericho versus MJF. Yeah, I think <laughs> they're building MJF tremendously. I, I love what they do with MJF. Um, <laughs> but the stipulation of this match is if, if Chris Jericho loses, he must retire. So I don't know as far as if this is the end for Jericho. You know how retirement matches are. They yeah. Do, you know, is usually the person wins. But we'll see. I mean, Jericho probably has maybe a year or two left that he wants to go. You know, I don't know. Um, then you got Miro versus Eddie Kingston for the AEW TNT Champion. Um, then you got the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers in a cage match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. That's super kicks all around. Yes. And you're probably going to get some some crazy jump off. I, I just can't wait to see that. Um, then you got... Dr. Britt Baker, DMD oh, versus Lord. Chris Stantlanter Championship. Then you have the returning, the debut of CM Punk um, versus Darby Allen in a singles match. And then you have the main event. Oh, I don't know. I was going to ask you, like, <laughs> do you um, think that should go last? Me personally, I think CM Punk should go last. It's in Chicago. Mm hmm. Um, I think that's a because we already saw Omega versus K. You no, know, that is for the championship. The number one CM Punk reason you're yeah, that alone. It's, it's working. <laughs> it's working. It is working. So I think he should main event. Um, and because of what I think is going to happen, I think that we are going to see Daniel Bryan. Um, he will either enter the ring after the CM Punk match, or he's going to enter the ring 
after the Kenny Omega Christian Cage. Um, you will hear Final Countdown, which was his theme song prior to the WWE. As yep. and uh, yeah, I think that's just that's gonna end the show. Is whoever wants whoever they want Daniel Bryan to feud. I think that's all for it. I'm this is a hell of a show. Uh, I'm not the matches. I don't think the matches are going to be. I don't think the show is going to be on the level of past uh, all out or past pay-per-view events from AEW. I think this is actually going to be on the lower end, but it's going to have the moment help make it a good note. Overall, I I, I guess our number one, um, the match that we're both going to, I'll just answer the question. Um, I'm pretty sure the, the match we want to see the most is the CM Punk match. Yep. Um, you have a prediction for tomorrow? As far as anything that you think may happen, you, uh, you also think... believe Daniel Bryan? Do you think Adam Cole? You mentioned Ruby. Like, is there something that you think could happen? I mean, that's going to be a lot if all of them debut on one show. But I don't know. I I don't know. This whole Brian. I guess I could call him Brian Danielson again. Um, I'm sorry, he's like Daniel Bryan to me. I'm sorry. I know it was, it was. I had to think about it before I said it. <laughs> I, I'm. I don't know what to expect. I think it'll be a lot if everybody debuts in one night. Do you think that'll be too much if it's like, oh, here's Ruby. Oh, here's Daniel Bryan. I mean, Brian Danielson. Right, right. <laughs> like, oh, what is this? Like, oh, it, does it take away from somebody well, else's I, debut? Like, well, no, because Ruby. Well, okay. It could for Ruby only because yeah she's you know I, don't get me I like Ruby I, I think we both she's like just Ruby, yeah she's she just not, wasn't yeah. yeah she's no Sasha Banks or but what if she's not the twenty uh oh oh I know where you're going with this <laughs> what if the person is Tessa Blanchard Tessa mm-hmm. has been teasing a you know doing little vignettes that she's coming back and she's joining somebody. Now she was holding up some money, and that money did have, you know, the million dollar man. But the best way to become a million dollar man or woman is to join a a, a, a casino battle royale. Boy, you really went off on this one. <laughs> I'm just saying, it wouldn't surprise me. And no, I'm not giving a straight fast prediction. I'm just saying. Damn it. It would not surprise me if Tesla is that 21st. Because 20, I will tell you this for a, a card that I don't think, and I, I don't know if they, they're not going to admit this, but they have to know that this card is not that strong. It, there's good matches, but as far as like, yo, this is going to blow the roof off the joint. No, you need these extra parts to, to uplift this card. So in that case, the only way to do that is with you're gonna need a Daniel Bryan. You're gonna need not Ruby, but you're gonna need Tess. Just I'm just saying that is possible. Understood, but like I said, I they even got me. You know, I barely get to watch my shows to begin with during the week. But even I am like, you know what? Let me let me pause for the cause and see what they got going on. So obviously something is working because yeah, I, it's, I'm looking. So I I told you you got to start watching it. Um, I've peak. I've been watching it 
you know, basically from the beginning. I've missed some episodes here and there, but now that I'm able to record, this is it's it's definitely a boat that you should definitely start sailing on. Um, along, it's probably the AW Dynamite is probably the second. It's tough. I don't know where it ranks as far as like the shows, you know, from SmackDown to Raw. I, well, I was um, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite. Like, I feel like it's kind of the way it's been. It's kind of like a three-way tie. I feel like the Smack. I don't know, but I, I definitely think you need to start. Going to get better, and you know, with Brian Danielson potentially joining, and then. You know, with my boy Adam Cole potentially joining. Oh for, yes, yes, yes. You know, I, I feel like you have gonna like it's, they don't even have Hangman Page. You know, like it's it's it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like if Adam Cole does come to AEW, that re- I feel like that emotion people would have expected you to have with CM Punk return. I feel like you're gonna get that. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be weird because I'm gonna be happy as hell. But I'm also going to be heartbroken because I I really do want him to be in the but it's because I feel like he'll become a bigger star in WWE. Like he's already I feel like at AEW if he goes there his he would already mm. whereas if he's the Adam Cole but in WWE and he's young like I don't even think that right there is no no he is I'm sorry he's 32. Okay. Okay. So he's he's young. Yeah, he's that, like that means he's in his prime. He's like 2 weeks older than very good Adam Cole. Cancer, good shit. See, there you go, Sasha. Good legit shit. <laughs> but before we head out of here, Sasha, I did tell you that I do have some, just some tidbits, some headlines that I want to throw at you, get your thoughts on. You do not know what's coming, um. So I'm just gonna throw them at you just to find out your feelings and thoughts about them. It was announced today that the WWE. Has signed Olympic gold medal Gable Stevenson. Oh yes, Gable Stevenson. Well, I had heard like for a couple months now that there was a little rumbles going on. I know he just competed um, in the Olympic Games. I mean, I think it's cool. They've had obviously they've had some success with Olympic wrestlers. You know, the biggest obviously Kurt Angle, who won the olympics with a broken freaking neck as history has taught us um i'm obviously you know we've seen people like kurt take to the athletic part of wrestling an amazing speed but i do wonder like how he'll do with the entertainment aspect so i mean it's cool for him congratulations to him just gotta see where he's gonna go and um of course this would add a very interesting notch to Vince's belt if they're able to build him up considering he didn't do any professional wrestling beforehand but I guess we'll see I'm cool with it I, I'm, I'm curious all I'm gonna say is I'm curious but at the same time this signing kind of may be the next Brock we'll, we'll know that's just that's gonna be but, uh, Triple H I wonder one. if they're gonna change Chad Gable's name like to accommodate Gable Steve Steve Stone. Oh, what? Huh. Oh. Well, by the time he's on TV, Gable probably. Oh, probably no. <sighs> I miss his towel, ready, willing, and Gable. I miss American Alpha, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I was thinking about that. That's actually. another one. Let's keep going. I feel my rant coming back. <laughs> Let's keep going. Because um, that was some shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second question. Um, I don't know if you watched it, but I'm sure you've heard of it. Charlotte versus Nia Jax. Who do you think will actually win in a fight? 
Oof. I did hear. I didn't get to watch the match, but I did hear about this child. And I, oof. I mean, I follow Charlotte Flair on um, Instagram, and I have never seen anybody so cut in my life. So, um, and we know she's athletic, but you know, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but I was a big bitch, man. Like she's gonna run over <laughs> Charlotte Flair. And I meant that in the most respectable way possible. Like, yeah, don't piss her don't off. I mean, God damn. Oh no, man. She <laughs> man. I feel like a lot of people complain about Naya being unsafe. And I mean, I could there seems to be evidence to back that up. I do wonder how much of it is that she doesn't realize how strong she is. Like I wonder how if that factors into it any kind of way. But I, I thought they were friends. I, I don't know. But I've seen them dance on TikTok together, so I, I thought they were friends. I don't know. No, but... they're actually from what I understand. They are best friends, so I don't know. Really? Yes. I don't know. Maybe they, it just they wasn't say a... it was a worked. It was a worked like thing. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. People didn't like the match. I was like, that's actually pretty cool. Like I, I kind of liked it. I like that intensity. I oh. did see where she backdropped Charlotte, and I was kind of scared because she did hit kind of high. Oh, yeah. on... she, she that threw was scary. Her down, yeah. like yeah. I understand why she did though. Charlotte slapped the fuck out of her. Oh, fuck out of her. That was that was crazy. Oh um, no, but it got people talking. So <laughs> if it was if it was a work, then it definitely worked. So like I said, in a real fight, I don't know, man. I I wouldn't fight. Jax, I'll tell you that. Like, I'm not doing that. So, <laughs> unless I could just like chop block her or something. But other than that, I don't know, man. <laughs> Who do you I, think would win in a fight? Uh, I'm going Charlotte back up with the speed. Charlotte's been trained. I just, I will be a little worried though if Maya gets her hands on her. But, That's what I'm saying. Like, she's maybe fast Charlotte and everything, quick, but yeah, know. she just has to catch her once. She's got to tire her out. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Charlotte's a. a, a She's strong too. She's I mean, she, cut, she may not be Naya. I don't know. Maybe she's like Cesaro, or Cesaro's not big, but he's the strongest guy. Charlotte's like, like that too. Freakishly strong. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I love Cesaro though. He's just like, I can't believe it. <laughs> I got one last question. So we've mentioned earlier, you know, there was a bunch of releases in WWE throughout this year. Well, the last their 90 day clause has expired. So I ask, which person are you most returned to wrestle? You can name anyone that hasn't shown back up. On you got Lana, you have Ruby, all these other names. The iconics, yeah. or I should say inspiration. The inspiration. And on all these names, names I didn't mention. Mm. Who are you most excited? And I guess it's a two-part question. Where are they? I have to say, if we're just going to, let's just go with the names you just mentioned, because they have released so many people. I know there's probably some people that I can't remember the top of my head. From that list alone, I would have to go with the Iconics. And I say that because out of all the releases, all of them suck. Like, you don't want to see anybody get fired. But I really felt for them because... You know, I feel like they made these women's tag team belts and they were a legit tag team. Not to mention, like, I don't know if you heard their interview with Renee uh, Paquette when they were on oral sessions. But the fact that, you know, they, I don't think they have their citizenship here. Like, they're not citizens. And 
um, even though they're both married, they're both married to people who aren't American citizens either. So a lot of the uncertainty for them about losing their job, not, you know, just besides losing their dream job in WWE was the fact that they were mostly allowed to stay because they worked with WWE. And now having to go through the process of getting their citizenship, and that takes a long time. I'm really just rooting for them on that level. Like I, I hope they get on somewhere and that they're able to. And I thought they were entertaining. People will say they're annoying, but that was their shtick, and they did it really, really well. So I have a quick to go question with- about that, though. Um, uh, just because I'm not, I thought she um, was paying Royce. It, isn't she married to Spears? Is Spears He's Canadian. Oh, he's, he's Canadian. Canadian. I thought he was American. Yep. Okay. No, he's Canadian. So there you go. And that Billy Kay's husband is from Australia. Yep. Gotcha. And it, like I said, it takes a while to get that citizenship. I think Renee Paquette just became a citizen like this year. I, I think she said that. I still think she had to take her test or something like that. So she took it. And I don't know how that works. That why she didn't. Maybe she did get it automatically because she got married but i think she said she had to take her test too both my parents had to take their test then it took a while so gotcha i don't know but yeah i'd have to go with the i still call them the iconics it'll maybe it'll take a while <laughs> i don't even do you think bronze even coming back like i feel like oh, i forgot he, that he was released he's already been announced for a match at an indie show okay um his first opponent's going to be ec3 so oh okay some pay- so yeah I was just curious. Oh, I'll say the that. iconics. What about you? Um, I, I guess honestly, it's probably gonna be. <laughs> it's probably gonna be Lana. Um, and I. That's uh, to be honest. I I should have probably said this. Don't be surprised if she. I guess. Or she. I could already it, see. Or she comes out tomorrow. Call, not Miro, but Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. That's For some reason, be. I'm already seeing like. Her and Miro and like Cody and Brandy Rhodes somewhere down the line. I could see that happening, oh, that being a thing. That would be interesting. I, I would love to see Miro. Yeah. But um, before we head out of here, um, I did I did say I would tell you something and about Carl Anderson. Why I'm saying fuck him? Oh yeah, it's 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 really bad. Um, I'm really okay. So has to deal with. So pretty much, I, I hate to go back to what we started the show with. But it was something about that. Um, so yesterday, um, do you remember Jake Atlas in when he was in WWE? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. So, um, WWE had post had sent out a message to their talent, just, um, noting that they provide counseling services if they are in need and help. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jake Atlas personal thing he was like I certainly don't want to make this about mm-hmm. him, but this is important to speak about WWE paid for six months quite literally not everything is what it seems people who are truly suffering from mental illness so he's mm-hmm. basically talking and there's been several stories not just Jake Atlas of people who have talked about how WWE has helped them you know yeah. with their issues mm-hmm. and basically currents and shitted on them for just no reason um he was he basically said he was just like they suck bro like in response to that report um that wwe sent out saying hey if anyone needs help we're here to help you just the the hand that they've always reached out to people you know he just comes out of nowhere and just shits on them 
for no reason, especially after the events of, of this past week. It, it was just a shitty thing to do. And then he started shitting on all the fans that called him out on that bull. He, you know he he you know he fucked up when you delete your tweet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you're tweeting something, all right, then have the balls to fucking keep it out there. Now you deleted it because you know that you know either a you don't give a fuck and you just delete it so no one else can comment, or b you know you fucked up and you took that. And I, I just think he's a piece of shit. Um, I always thought he was a piece of shit, but this just added to it. Um, you know, there's there's a difference between being a heel. Like, for example, earlier this week, um, there was a, a fan, a, a fan posted a picture of his daughter um, wearing an MJF shirt or whatever. And MJF was like, you should have aborted. Like, is it too mm-hmm. late to abort? Um, and it was kind of, you know, with the whole events in Texas, he literally said that like the next day or the day of. Um and there's a difference between okay, that's a you know that's fucked up. Don't get me wrong, but you that's just MJF as far as being a heel. Whereas Carl is just doing this to be spiteful, and it, it's just even though both I, I I can consider both fucked up, but I I I kind of get the MJF thing, even though it was the wrong time to say it. I feel like you know whatever, but that could just be the world being sensitive. Um, it was just it's just fucked up. So. That's why I don't fuck. Yes, did something like a year after he left. Uh, he got so anyway. That's why I don't like Carl Anderson. So okay, I looked him. up the tweet too. So I mean, yeah, probably uh, it definitely wasn't. He probably should have read the room better before he did that. Yeah, just, I, I I saw the tweet. It was like, mm, it's not it's not really about you, buddy. So yeah, <laughs> I would have like, bowed out because the situation is way different than what. Jake Atlas was referring to. So yeah. he, that wasn't necessary. I, I get it. Anyway, um, Sasha, go ahead and let the people know where. As always, you can follow us at the Daddy Pino Show on the gram, on the Twitter. We have a whole bunch of shit going down. How's, how's our TikTok? Doing good? TikTok's, not with still, the... TikTok's still doing good. You can still get in numbers up there. I got to get, yeah. we got to get some more followers up there, but. We got, um, let me see. Keep, keep going. I'll look up how many. All right. You can find me on Instagram at Sasha King speak. You can find, you know, at daddy. Daddy Fino. Fino, yo. Yes. With six, six O's. O's. You still haven't told me the story, but we'll get to that one day. Oh, we're at um, 555 followers. Hey, the only reason why I don't know about TikTok is because as the OG, I think I'm older than Fino. I don't I don't have time. I don't I don't know nothing about TikToks. You young whippersnappers know about that. So you're that's why I had to ask. I'm just a few years. Wow. Just a wow. Few, yeah. The way you said that, you're just a few years older than I just Get turned, out I just turned 30. So Oh, you just turned 30? Just turned 30. Get out of here. You're making me want to reach the for some of you. So get the Monday here. night after CM Punk returned. The night after th- uh, TakeOver 36 was my uh, well anyway my old ass i already told you where you can find us go ahead young <laughs> go ahead. Uh, i just want to add one more thing before we say our final goodbyes um i'm this is not another this is not a prediction um oh actually real quick speaking of predictions i forgot to tell us the, the final score 
of our predictions. So you got um, 10 right. I got 13 right. Um, so the total score right now, you're up 28 to 25 in predictions. Hey. So you still got a three-point lead, um, but that will get erased pretty soon. Um, also, That's a big chat from you, buddy. Oh, no. Well, actually, you're going to be... You didn't watch SmackDown, but you heard what happened. But I don't know uh, if you heard what, at the, what happened at the end. I heard what happened, and your straight facts prediction was about carrying cross. Hold on, don't hold even, on, don't hold on. even try. All it. I said though, all I said though, is he has he's gonna have a match in demon form against carrying cross, right? He's I didn't say he had. I didn't say he had to debut his demon form against carrying cross. Also, what's also curious too is what is coming up soon. So get out of here. So I have a get shot. Get out of here. I have a There's shot. That's no chance in hell. We need to start piping music into this thing because that's what I want to play right now. All I'm saying is I have a shot. My in ass. fact, the lights Let's just go. turned. My oh shit! My my lights just starting to flicker right now. Oh shit! He that's might show up sooner. The, that's because the universe doesn't believe your bullshit either nope it's flickering nope okay. i'm just saying nope. if if i get those three i'm the man that's all i gotta say sorry if you get Becky. those three that we're tied <laughs> yeah but who would have thought of that though i still don't so okay just saying and one last thing one last thing next saturday i mean next friday SmackDown is in MSG, my hometown. What if that's the debut of Adam Cole? That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to end it right there. Um, I'll still be ahead of you three points. So good night, everybody. <laughs> that, that's fine. That is fine. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Daddy Fino Show. This was episode 13. I'm Daddy Fino. She's Sasha, the J. King, Bay Bay. And we're out of here. Peace. Bye.